0: Leo Hart here. It's episode two of Belief Unboxed. Let's do this. All right, here we are. Episode two. I want to start off with, uh, mentioning that I did listen to episode one several times just to kind of uh, get a feel for where I was in that. And, uh, you know, it's good to kind of get that episode in the can. But man, it was a little bit uh, somber, I think, from a tone perspective. And I think part of that's because I record these late at night. uh, As I mentioned in that first one, people are asleep and I kind of feel a little bit weird, kind of screaming. I'm not in like a soundproof studio or anything like that. I'm just downstairs in the office. But uh, I definitely want the uh, the tone of these to be a little bit more high energy. And I think we can do that here. So today I want to lead off with uh, just thanking any returning listeners and any new listeners for joining. And what we're going to kind of follow up from last week is... Uh, uh, kind of jumping into one of the topics which is a belief in general and uh, you know why we forget about how powerful belief is. Uh, I think that uh, out of everything I've learned in the last several years I just keep coming back to that word belief because um, I think that that's what uh, dawns on me during the days you know as I'm going through and interacting with people I am seeing those beliefs they're they're kind of being plucked out in fact in a lot of ways it's kind of like when you watch the movie the matrix and you can see uh uh, Keanu Reeves character Neo seeing the code uh of everything in front of him and I am kind of seeing that uh in belief you know because everyone that you interact with every situation that you get in every um uh I mean, really anything, you know, uh, it all comes down to what you believe it means to you. You know, you're filtering it through what you think you know in order to kind of put it in a bucket in how you're going to interact with that in your life. And once you kind of see that and you're seeing the uh, things that happen to you on a daily basis kind of come at you, you're really able to pick apart, not only, um, when someone else has a belief about you, I mean, you're not necessarily able to to understand what that belief is, but you're able to see, okay, God, they clearly have a belief that, um, they're using, uh, with me in this situation. Uh, but you're also able to pick out your own beliefs and actually know them, you know, and say, okay, well, you know, in this particular situation that's happening with this person or, um, you know, whatever it is that I'm interacting with, I understand what I'm thinking about it and what I'm inferring from it. And uh, if I know those things, then I can go back in and check in with each of those parts and say, why have I brought this in to be affiliated with this uh, uh, this person or this uh, situation? And then say, well, does it really still fit now that I'm really aware that that, that, uh, I'm bringing that in, or is it unrelated? And we're going to talk about specific examples and whatnot, but, uh, again, you know, the power of belief and why we forget about that power is what I kind of want to focus on. So we're going to do that. Um, let's just kind of uh, take a little short break and I will get right into it. So the power of belief and why we forget about it. We do forget about that power, um, but we tend to really only focus in on belief around big things. At least I know that is how it was for me, which is, you know, how I want to speak to it. And and at least a lot of people I've visited with, they tend to agree that, uh, you know, things like politics, religion, civil rights, love, the major stuff, you know, we we really look in and focus on belief in those things and we say, okay, well, how are those things impacting me in my life? But we really aren't focusing on where we are doing belief in everyday life, you know, because we're really doing it everywhere. Uh, Maybe we want to call those micro beliefs, but, you know, we're doing things like uh, hating traffic when we drive to work or, you know, we are lamenting about our boss because they talk to us a specific way in the hallway um you know someone uh cuts in front of you in line at the DMV or uh your wife forgot your birthday or whatever it is I mean there's little things that are happening that again they may happen over and over again and they may seem mundane and we don't realize that we are believing something about those situations, and those beliefs are then creating specific behaviors and emotions that we do tend to focus on, right? I mean, we're all about the unhappiness or the frustration or the anger that comes out of a situation, but we're not really then saying, oh, okay, well what just happened? What do I believe about what just happened? And then is that belief what's, you know, influencing or inspiring this emotion or this reaction that I'm having? We don't do that. You know, that's not how we're taught to kind of self assess in any way, but I have found that it's really helpful. So, you know, let's talk about that a little bit. Um, You know, I I remember um, I used to really beat the hell out of myself uh, over my parenting style. And, uh, you know, I I would be grumpy. I would be a little bit angry. I'm not a morning person. So my kids would get up and they would want me to make breakfast, um, you know, really early in the morning. Right. You know, they they didn't realize that I had been working hard all week and that, uh, you know, they needed to let daddy sleep in. And so, yeah, I'd go down there and I'd be a grumpy Gus and, and, uh, you know, they'd want to help. I'd want to do it by myself and, and, uh, uh, you know, really I would look back, you know, even later in the day or maybe a week later, whatever it is. And I'd kind of be like, you know, uh, I'd be a little judgy about myself, you know, and, and, uh, what I was doing, but, you know, as I became more self-aware, I realized that I wasn't being the way that I was because I wanted them to be developmentally harmed in any way. Um I was doing it because I actually believed that that was all I was capable of in those moments. And again, it's not that I didn't know that there was a different way to be that you know, most people might judge as better. I just didn't think I was capable of it in that moment. And so I did what I was capable of. So I started to learn, okay, look, you know, I don't have to judge myself because the judging yourself, I don't know. I mean, I've i have never really seen um, or felt like I've gotten much utility out of that. Uh, I know some people like it. You know, they they think judgment is an effective tool. I, I've never really felt that way. So once I was able to kind of put judgment away and then just say, look, I was doing what I thought I needed to do in that moment to get through it, what I was capable of, then I was also able to assess more quickly, like after the situation and say okay you know i really wanted to be different you know and so i might go and apologize to my kids or i might explain to them what was going on you know at least they get an understanding okay well you know this really wasn't about me this was about dad even if that sounds complex you know i don't go into all the mechanics but they they really did seem like they they uh they understood and and uh that was nice to be able to change that up and as you do that over and over again and you get into that practice of it um that you know you're able to see those situations develop in front of you and uh you know the next weekend you know I'm I'm seeing it as it's happening I'm seeing my kids ask for the same things that they asked for last week and I'm and I'm saying to myself okay you know you're grumpy here what do you want to do here you know you you know that you can be different because you were different with them, You went and you apologized, you know, you hugged them, you loved them. So now my reflexes are speeding up, right? And I'm able to say, you know, I want something different in this moment. You know, I can do better or I can do different. And that different may get me an outcome that, that I, I want more than the outcome I was getting last week. And that's what would happen, right? So I would get more self-aware and I would do that. Now, what's really occurring in my life is that, I'm going out into the world and it's kind of like the movie, The Matrix, you know, where Keanu Reeves' character, Neo, he's seeing the code. I mean, I really feel like when I get in everyday situations with people, I'm seeing the code of belief, (laughs) if you will. I mean, I am, uh, uh, you know, I'm not, I don't know what their beliefs are about me, but I can definitely see when a belief is in play, right? And, um, I'm not making a judgment about that belief, but I mean, I can say, okay, man, that person is believing something right here because they are very certain. And, you know, anyone who's very certain has bought into an idea. Right. Um, and so in a way, in a way that's kind of a belief too, but, but I mean, you get what I'm saying. So I would see that, but I think more so even rather than kind of assuming what was happening with them, I was looking back at myself in those situations. And I was saying, okay, so they're doing what they're doing. And what are you, Leah? What are you believing about what they're doing? You know, and why are you believing that? What are the components of why you're believing that I'm believing that because when somebody else did this to me three years ago, I found out this. And so I'm associating that when somebody does X, it, it, it's going to translate to Y happening. So, you know that that is a that is a very keyhole way of looking at it and to dive into what i mean by that you know in any given situation you have a keyhole view of all of the information because really in any situation there is essentially infinite information meaning there are a lot of things happening i mean you cannot know all the variables that are in play in the other person's life that you are um, interacting with. And in a lot of ways, you can't even fully understand all the variables in your own life. So you're looking through this keyhole and you are saying, okay, I'm seeing what I'm seeing. And I'm really trying to infer the rest of the image because I can't see it because I can only see the limited view through that keyhole. And so then you write a story based on all of the assumptions, when in reality, you have no idea what could be out of that view. And you have to decide, okay, well, if I'm making all of that other stuff up, to fill in the blanks, then if I'm making stuff up that is leading to feelings of unhappiness or anger, frustration, things of that nature, then why couldn't I just as easily make up assumptions that don't lead to the outcome of those behaviors or emotions? You know, maybe they lead to happiness or maybe just uh, feeling level-headed about the situation. Why, Why can't I do that? If I'm assuming all of this other infinite information in the negative outcome option, why can't I do the other? Now, I mean, I may come to have additional information later and I may come to a different understanding later. But in the moment, why is the default position typically the negative? And it's not like that for everybody, but I think that society to a lot of extent, you know, tends to push that down and, and, and a lot of us feel that it, it is that way. Um, so why? Why aren't we leaning more toward the positive? I look at the news at night, you know, if it bleeds, it leads, right. It's, it's all the bad news that happened in the day. Nobody's interested in the good news, (laughs) but, uh, and that may be true, right? I mean, uh, people don't, uh, rubberneck on the highway to look at a fruit stand, you know, selling the world's, uh, best watermelons. They, they, they slow down to, to, to look at the, uh, the major accidents, you know, the, 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 the things that, uh, uh, we think are, are are bad, and so a lot in a lot of ways uh, that translates. So, where does that kind of leave us? Well, to me, we're left saying if we can't see the infinite, and we admit that we're making up a bunch of information to fill in the picture then we admit that we're doing that, you know, really uh, uh, on purpose. We're doing it to get us to that a certain outcome, okay? We could just as easily paint a different picture, and we could go with that for as long as we could until we had additional information. And if we buy into that, then we give ourselves the opportunity to choose to be more at ease, be more peaceful, be more happier as opposed to being more negative. And so I want to encourage people to kind of look to that and try to think about that in their daily life, put that into practice and try to strengthen that muscle of seeing the patterns they get into develop and saying, what's happening here? What am I thinking about? Uh, what's going on? What am I believing about the situation? And, and is that a keyhole view? Do I really buy that it's a keyhole view? Or do I really think I know everything? And then also, if I come back to what I said earlier, you know, around what I believed about myself in that situation with my kids, you know, that I was doing what I felt I was capable of, then if I'm giving myself that benefit of the doubt, can I give that benefit of the doubt to others? That even though what I believe is happening in a given situation is that this person is mistreating me, maybe they're just doing what they think they're capable of in that moment. And if I believed that, then I wouldn't have to go to some place of how could this person do this to me, how offensive, all of that type of thing. And then that leaves me per in maybe a little more level-headed place and not in a negative place. So these are the things I think are interesting. Can we do those on a daily basis? Can we uh, uh, put that into practice? I would like to help facilitate that. I do sessions with people. I'd really like to offer to everyone free sessions. Um, Obviously, I can't. There's only so many hours in the week. But um, I really want to get out there with people and let them understand what – this, um, belief questioning process is, you know, I use a methodology called the option process, um, dialogue, and, uh, I'd love to work with people using that also have some other methodologies that I can employ, which do a little bit more teaching. They're a little bit different from the option process, but again, I would love to sit down and do those sessions and then kind of help spread the word that way. So if you are interested in a session, then reach out to me, leo at com. You can also just comment on either Instagram posts or send me an email via my website or leave a comment in a blog post, but reach out and let's try to spread this self-awareness. Um, you know, this, this, uh, people being willing to take a look at, what they're doing on a daily basis with how they're interacting with people and in changing uh, what they're doing in the mundane. I think that's where we can really get a lot of traction. So I will see you back next week on Belief Unboxed, the podcast. And until then, I hope you all are well. Talk to you later.